Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Real Rap Podcast. Again, with video for the second week in a row. This is JP Bonilla here, and this is my co-host Avi. Thank you for tuning in to our third episode. Yeah, and mm. um, actually fourth, fourth, fourth. <laughs> my bad, fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth. So um. We got lots to talk about today. Uh, you know, lots of uh, entertainment news this week. Um, so this is going to be a weird video. Um, we have a special guest brand today, um, but the difference will be that he'll be taking over my spot yeah. for the time. Because <laughs> unfortunately, I have yet to see the creator. I was planning to, but some other work-related things kind of got in the way. So I plan on uh, seeing it uh, tomorrow, actually, and hopefully on the next show, I can come in and uh, give a little brief a brief yeah. review on uh, my take on the film. Yeah, and um, yeah. so the first half of this video will have me and Javi. The second half will be me and Bren. Um, so yeah, well, that said, uh, let's not waste any time and let's get on to the entertainment news. So yeah, like I said, we'll be reviewing the creator um, after... Uh, me and Javier are done here, but this is how we start. So, the first thing on our agenda today, The Exorcist Believer makes only $44 million in the box office against a $30 million budget. And gets I don't panned know. by critics. Yeah, it's, it's not. by critics. It's not looking good. It's not looking good <laughs> at all. Yeah, nope. it's. I saw the reviews. Bad. It has like a 22 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, uh, it looks so. like it. Yeah, and it just, I mean, again, it had some kind of, it's marketing too, I feel like, didn't really, because it was kind of, when it started, you know, releasing trailers, it was in the middle of, like, the strike yeah. too, so the marketing, that definitely messed it up, and I feel like people probably, maybe, I don't know, maybe they're just, like, not interested in seeing yeah. an Exorcist movie, or if you're, like, really big movie people, like JP and myself here, mm. And you really just said, okay, David Gordon Green, bro, like you tried with Halloween. You did right in the first one. Not so good with the last two, no. especially atrocious on the third one. And we went on that like multiple times in our last, yeah, no. in our last video. So. The thing, okay, so I won't lie. I haven't seen the movie, but I have heard spoilers that sh I won't talk about here. I might review it next week. Next we'll week. see <laughs> I might, yeah. if I decide to go watch a movie. But um, everything from what it says in the reviews is that it does not do justice to the original movie. In fact, oh, it yeah. probably does a lot of damage to the just <laughs> probably, franchise. Yeah, to the franchise. And yeah. The biggest complaint I have heard is the fact that you really didn't need to spend four hundred million on a exorcist on the Exorcist IP because the thing is, from what I heard about this movie, is that. It didn't really feel like an Exorcist franchise. Like they just paid four hundred million to put um, Exorcist instead of Exorcism. <laughs> That's the oh, best wow. comment I saw. Um, so it was funny. Um, they did damage to you know Ellen Burstyn's character. Um, and it just yeah, everything I heard is just that it's not a good movie at all. And you know that sucks because I mm. really was hoping that you know. Like it would be good and everything, but was that one of your anticipated movies for the month? Not October? necessarily. I kind of knew it was going to be bad, but like, it's just I was hoping I could be wrong. You know, like yeah, yeah you, you never hope, know. Yeah, you'd hope for the best and everything. That's but, how my hopes were for Halloween ends. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, you know, it's um, didn't turn out so great, sadly, and that sucks. You know, because like I said, 
I wish that we got a good Exorcist movie here. There was a lot of potential for some good stuff, but it doesn't seem like David Gordon Green got the movie, and it didn't seem like much people really cared to watch it. So yeah, kind um, of didn't meet expectations in the box office this, this yeah. week. And it's been almost a week now since the film's <laughs> yeah. been out. And you were talking Actually, earlier. It's only been a weekend. Weekend. Yeah. And then you were talking earlier before we started recording that it's going to go to digital like at the end of the month. Yeah, the twenty fourth. Yeah. So there's a that's rumor about that, which is. Something, but yeah, I mean, again, I mean, the first one is always going to be classic. And I know they kind of had that issue too with their sequels too, because a lot of their yeah. sequels did really bad. I mean, uh-huh. critically, not so much commercially, but really panned critically. Like besides the first one, the first one yeah. is like certified fresh and Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's considered one of the most scariest movies of all times. But with the sequels, I mean, I guess, too, maybe people are just tired of the story because they feel like it's going to be the same thing. Okay, a young girl gets possessed. She's done, she does a bunch of weird, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I think maybe that could be a factor. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's tough, especially with horror films, because there's not too much you could change in yeah. that. You could change certain characters. You could bring new additions to it. But with mm-hmm. that, I mean... It's just stuff because what do you change? What are you changing really? You know, and then yeah. there are some horror franchises that are like super successful, like mm-hmm. the Scream franchise. Yeah, they've been really successful. You know, yeah, they may mm-hmm. have had one or two bad movies, but for the most part, the last two were pretty good. Yeah, you know? and my hopes weren't high really for the last two Scream movies, but I enjoyed mm-hmm. both of them. Yeah, you know? so I think it just comes to that. Maybe people are just kind of like. They want something new. They want something different. And they're trying, but at the end, you basically get the same result. Yeah, you know, with just tad little differences here and there. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry to my viewers for uh, one sec. Let me fix this. Um, for those watching the podcast or listening to podcast, sorry. Um, we kind of we kind of on crutch time a little bit because of certain stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I kind of set up badly. Uh, we had all one of our mics like facing the thing and there's like a whole wire that's in our way. So oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that to, you know, those watching the video. That's, a, that looks terrible, but it's okay. We got everything working now. Um, yeah, we had to do the laptop video th- again this week because of, um, problems with the camera, but next week, next week, I promise you guys next Hopefully week is when we get it. Yeah. yeah. I've been, I've been running, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> hopefully with, you know, We'll see what what happens with The Exorcist. I mean, right yeah. now it's so far it's not looking too hot nope. right now. But you know, no. we'll see if that number goes up in the box office. I mean, you know, who knows? Yeah, it's up in the air. Up next on the news for today, Daredevil: Born Again drops writers. Um, they were looking for new ones right now. Um, apparently. It wasn't looking too hot. Um, there's like a lot of rumors circulating, but you know the most reliable one I heard is that the the way these writers were writing this new Daredevil show, um, it looks like uh, Daredevil wasn't like Matt Murdock as Daredevil wasn't even gonna show up till episode four. Oh wow! And I'm just like, I know like it's a long season, but. That's not good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that that's the bad. show Daredevil. You got to have the guy in, you know, yeah. at least pilot episode. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it's doing a reboot. And I remember when it first came out on Netflix 2015. So, wow. Eight years yeah. ago. Like, it was really big and it was so good, too. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was so good. And then it got canceled after two seasons. Yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, it's, it's doing a reboot. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking forward to... Seeing how it goes, but yeah, him not starting to episode four, that's yeah. 
It's a little odd, but just hearing that news, it just made me have to slouch badly. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. but it, I just had to slouch like that because I'm just like thinking in my head um, about all the other rumors about like apparently another rumor was that they were going to kill all Foggy and Karen from the Netflix show. And I'm just like, what, dude? Like Karen, Foggy? I mean, sometimes it can be kind of no. annoying, but, but Karen, Foggy, Karen, yeah, no, Foggy, he, he, he brings a little <laughs> bit of comic, sometimes a yeah. little bit, but Karen though, definitely. I mean, I liked Karen though. She's, uh, she's pretty bay on the show. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, wow. So they're gonna kill off both of them. They were in they were planning to planning to. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <coughs> Sorry for my coffin there, oh, everyone. But um, yeah, I'm starting off this off of a mess. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, it just didn't sound good, dude. Like everything these writers, and also I just hate that they're not like connecting it to the Netflix show either. It is just the like, Netflix show was really good. It was good. yeah, like. Yeah. I know it was Marvel Television. I know Kevin Feige wants to do his own thing. But dude, every if you brought back the guy that played him in the Netflix series, and you have a fan base that loves that show, mm-hmm. why not just connect it? Yeah, I know. Why just add and mess it up? You know, <laughs> it just it it doesn't it just doesn't you know connect really. I'm trying to think for the word here, but yeah, yeah it just doesn't make sense. Because if you have a good product, you know why kind of something's not broke. You know, you don't need to fix it. Yeah, and yeah. I mean. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it, you know, Um, but it looks like there's definitely a few odd tweaks that they're planning to do at least uh, with the program. So we'll see. Who knows? A few minutes later. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. We had to cut out a little bit. I was kind of, I was kind of (laughs) choking. I need to get some water here. Some good H2O. So we're all good now. Um, As we were saying, yeah, no, I'm just not the biggest fan of what they were, uh, you know, planning to change and everything. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense, you know? Like, it's just, I don't know. Why change something that's already good, you know? Like, I would exactly. get it if, like, yeah. this is, like, you know, one of the old franchises and everything. Like, everyone's getting older, all this stuff. But, like, you know, like I said, you're bringing, already bringing back um Charlie Cox. Mm-hmm. You're bringing back, um, what's his face? Uh, whoever played The Punisher. Oh, um, John, John Berthenau, Berth- yeah. John Berthenau. And, like, if you're bringing them back, why why change it up, dude? You know? Yeah. It's just, like I said, the Netflix characters, everyone loved every one of them except Iron Fist. But <laughs> oh, yeah, Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. That's it awesome. was just good casting on all, you know, on all parts. So Yeah, they were just, all good. It's, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were pretty good. Yeah, besides Iron Fist. I mean, yeah. it had its its issues. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, they were, yeah. they were good shows. I mean, Punisher, good shows, like, yeah. you know, just bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You have them on Disney Plus, you own them. Like, just, just call it another season. And, yeah, I don't know. But this also was really a good thing because it shows that they're changing it. Because, you know, they had no showrunner or anything before. They were just mm-hmm. trying to fix everything in post-production. It's good to see that Marvel's kind of gained some, you know, some change of pace when it comes yeah. to their TV shows. Because their TV shows have really been lacking, in my opinion. I'm not really a, f- a fan of them anymore, oh, to yeah, be after honest. after Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. We don't yeah. talk about Secret Invasion. <laughs> that one, Secret that one's like Invasion. the best example because it was just... Yeah. You know, it was just poor on all levels, you know. Yeah. From the script, um, it, it just, it even looked nice, to be honest. It didn't even looked that nice, to be honest, you know. Like, it's just, I don't know. There's a lot they need to fix. And I'm glad that they're making some fixes, especially with a character as beloved as Daredevil. Mm-hmm. If they mess up this show, especially when there's a superior show out there, yeah. you know, like, they... There's just a lot that 
is needed to be done. And I'm glad that, you know, Fahey's taken uh, the, you know, this things that he needs to do to make a successful TV show Mm -hmm. and make it good and a, you know, worthy of being in the MCU because, man, Secret Inversion is not worthy of the MCU at all, you know? I mean, I think they'll definitely get their people. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but with Loki, though, so far, a lot of the reviews have been uh, fairly positive and people were really enjoying that show, too. And actually, too, yeah. Kiwi Kwan is going to be in it, too. I saw yeah. the trailer, which is actually I haven't been good. able to watch it yet, yeah. but... Good for looks, him. Yeah. yeah, good for him. So, yeah, but so far, I've heard positive things for Loki Season 2. And yeah. Season 1 was very popular, and it was very good, too, so... Mm-hmm. Up so. next, uh, actually, to lead into it, uh, Loki season, season two, two premiere reaches uh, 10.9 million viewers in just oh, wow. three days. Oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, good start for them. Shout out to them. Um, and it seems to be getting a lot of really good reviews. So that's good. I will be watching Plus, the show. Um, I'm just waiting for a couple them, episodes. Yeah. Not all of them, but like, you know, a like. A couple, yeah. So you yeah. can. Yeah, because after you watch like one or two, you kind of want like. I want more. More, yeah, yeah. I like to do that too. So, but yeah, and it's been a while. It's been about two years, right? Because the first yeah. season came out twenty twenty one. Yes, yeah. So about two years. So mm. yeah, fans were definitely excited to see that character. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people like Loki. Uh, uh, he's a very mischief, creative character. He's a fun <laughs> guy. He's a fun create, uh, fun character too. Yeah. So definitely good to see the show back and running. And yeah, mm. I've like I mentioned too. I haven't yet to see it too. I kind of like to wait for more episodes. Uh, yeah. To come out, but so far I'm definitely looking forward to a lot of good positive buzz from both the critics and the fans. Agreed. So. Yeah, very excited for it. Um, and to go to our next thing, uh, also MCU related, uh, Disney expects Deadpool three to make the release day of May third, twenty twenty four, which is interesting to me. because yeah. I don't know if they are. I don't know if they will because so it'll be a lot of work. Yeah. Let me tell you, that'll be like yeah, like if they want to get that done. It wouldn't be 12-hour days. It would literally have to be, like, 24-hour days yeah. on set uh, because oh, May is, like, well, that's less than a year away. It's yep. like, yeah, it's crazy. And, like, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, not looking the best, for it, but who knows? It's, yeah, it's who knows. Maybe they can get it done. I mean, hopefully they don't, you know, overdo it by, like, forcing everything and, like, yeah. getting sloppy with it because mm-hmm. it's Deadpool and then, of course, Hugh Jackman yeah. as Wolverine, that iconic photo that we saw this mm-hmm. past summer. So, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, that'd be totally awesome if they yeah. get it in May, like right before, you know, the summer blockbuster premieres. But if it gets delayed by like a couple of months, like maybe if it comes in maybe like July or early August, I mean, at uh, least, you know, it's still getting it in the summer yeah. blockbuster. So, but we'll see. We'll see what they're, they're working about. But like I mentioned, it's going to be a lot of work if they want to yeah. get it by May 3rd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a... Uh the actor strike and everything it's just wishful thinking I think but yeah. you know it depends when it ends it depends how much work they've gotten done I don't know how much work they've gotten done maybe they they definitely maybe they got a lot of work done in you know post production and everything who knows but um I don't know it seems weird but if they're confident well we'll see I guess we'll it see. all bring it on yeah <laughs> yeah um we're just going through news here fast mm. man um the next thing I didn't put on here but I wanted to bring up um we got official confirmation yesterday that it looks like uh, every one of the DCU Trinity and, uh, you know, the Justice League, all of them will not be replaced. Like we already knew about Henry Cavill, Superman, and yeah. Ben Affleck's Batman in Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. But we just heard that, you know, 
Ray Fisher. I mean, everyone knew he was gone. Jason Momoa will not be Aquaman in the new DC universe, and uh, Ezra Miller will not be the Flash in the new DC universe. So, uh, oh, thank God! <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, we're done with the DCU. Some people will be returning, of course, like Amanda Waller, um, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller, and John Cena as Peacemaker. We don't really know the status about some others like Harley Quinn or anyone yet. Um, yeah, I wonder yeah. with that because I know because the Joker movie comes out next in a year on next yes. October and Lady Gaga's on to play Harley Quinn. So I don't know. It'd be, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Margot Robbie as, uh, as an actor and she was great as Harley Quinn, but yeah. definitely I'm very interested and curious to see Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. I feel like yes. that's a, that, that, that's like a good suit for her because mm. she definitely has created over the years, a lot of, you know, crazy stuff with us with fashion or music. Yeah. And I'm definitely, I think that role suits her. And she's actually a really great actress too. I mean, the past, mm-hmm. the movies that I've seen in her in, A Star is Born and House of Gucci. I mean, she's did some solid performances. Yeah. So I'm definitely excited to see her as Harley Quinn. And maybe she could be the new, but we don't know though. We don't, we don't know. know. Yeah. yeah. So it's, but we'll it's see. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. interesting. Um, You know, there's a lot of controversy with them and everything. Aquaman 2 has been a mess. Yeah, it is. What we've heard. And, uh, and unfortunately, like, I don't think, I mean, you never know and you don't want to wish anything bad, but man, I, I honestly think it's probably going to bomb in the box office. We'll like, see. We'll see. You never know. And I'm hoping it doesn't. I'm really I hoping hope it, it doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Because I like the franchise, but you know, it yeah. doesn't seem like it'll be a good movie or and everything's been a mess for it. And um, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be kind of strange. We'll see. Um, it just, yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's just interesting. Yeah. I don't even know how to wrap my head how around what I want to yeah, like, say about the DC. Like, I am sad that I never, it didn't pan out, but I'm very looking forward to this new DC universe. That's, I think that's why. I'm, yeah, you know, James Gunn. I mean, saying. I definitely think. Yeah. He, I mean, he's brought a lot. To Marvel, uh-huh. especially with Guardians. Yeah, I mean, I think out of all the gar- out of all the Marvel films, I mean, Guardians, the the first one is definitely you know yeah. holds up there pretty high for the ranking for me. Uh-huh. And three was really good too. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I definitely have confidence in James Gunn. I mean, hopefully he could kind of redirect yes. DCU because we've getting some hit. In- We've getting hits and misses with the DCU. I mean, a couple of hits we got was the first Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. First Wonder Woman movie. That was very good. And then with Blue Beetle, I enjoyed. I like Blue Beetle. I really like Blue Beetle. He's too. also coming back. I forgot to mention that. that. Oh, okay. Zolo, Zolo. Yeah, Zolo that's Manigwana. also confirmed that he's back. That's good. Yeah. And, but then they've gotten a lot of like misses though. I mean, with, I mean, with Batman versus Superman, Black Adam, you know, uh, Shazam, Fury of Gods. Like, they've got a lot of misses. So we're hopeful for you, James Gunn, to uh, put the DC Universe back on the map. uh, Because, yeah. yeah. And they definitely need to get that where they want to be because their movies basically for the past year have been bombing, going back to Black Adam. And, yeah, so hopefully James Gunn can fix the DCU. I hope so yeah. because it's uh, in your hands now, James. Yeah, it's in your hands. Creature now, Commando James. sounds fun. Um, Superman Legacy is one. It's my most anticipated yes, movie same. at the moment. Yep. I think I don't think anything else comes close to that for me. That's my most anticipated movie at the moment for me. Not nice. even coming until like twenty twenty five. I know. Yeah, but summer twenty twenty five. That and the yeah. Batman are the uh, Batman Part Two are the only ones that are I'm really, 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 really looking forward to because. I just really want to see them do justice. I like Man of Steel, but it's not that good of a Superman movie. I want to see something that, you know, captures 
everything about Superman, why he's the way he is and everything, you know, yeah. so just like humble and everything because Superman Lois does a good job of it. But like, I just want to see another movie like that, you know, like the original yeah. uh, Christopher Reeve, like it's just the one from the 70s. Movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's just it. a great movie. Like, you know, um, I just want to see something like that. And I think James Gunn is the right choice to write and direct, you know, definitely. definitely. I know people will say like, Oh, well, he maybe he shouldn't be in that spot because he's the, you know, like the uh, co-CEO of DC Studios. But, hey, man, if he's got the talent to do it and he's yeah. got the passion to do it. Exactly. Why yeah. not go for it? You know, yeah, like it shows in your art, too, with that. Yeah. Work, that when you've really dedicated into something, then you'll see that. Yeah. And the audience feels that, too, as well. And that's how we kind of connect with it. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely have confidence. I mean, he's done a good job with uh, the MCU and like I mentioned with Guardians, just incredible. Yeah. And I, I definitely have uh, some confidence in the DCU kind of making their comeback. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And with that, um, we go to our final news of the day. WGA and AMPTP make their new deal official. So uh, yes, it looks like the writers got what they want. Um, and they like the terms and they're back to work and we are, you know, getting some stuff written, some yeah. new projects produced. That's awesome. Now all that's going down is the writer strike. Whoa, if I check right now, I don't know if anything's come out. I know they've been talking lately and everything. Um, the only thing I'm getting right now is Will Will and Jada Smith <laughs> just uh, you know, uh separating. Sorry oh, to hear that. But you know. Um it's uh yeah. Yeah, not really much else, you know, talking about, um, you know, the actor strike. But for the writer strike, it's done. Uh, we've That's been good. talking about it for weeks, ever since the beginning of the show. Yeah, ever since our first you know, episode. Yeah, yeah we've been so, mentioning it. So, I mean, that's good. I mean, definitely, I'm glad they were able to make an agreement because without the writers, I mean, we wouldn't have all these yeah. great stories. And it's good. And we're starting to see some things come back, too. We saw the talk shows that came back last mm -hmm. week. So Jimmy, Cam Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert. So it's definitely good to see those guys, Seth Meyers. And then Saturday Night Live actually comes back, too, the Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're definitely... Kinda, nice to see John Oliver yeah. back too. Yeah, John Oliver That's too last week tonight. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely we're, we're moving. We're moving in a direction, in the right mm -hmm. direction, and looks like people are happy with that. So uh, still, of course, still some improvement uh, with the and got to figure out what's going on with the actor strike because uh, yeah. they were doing that in solidarity for the writers. But mm -hmm. uh, we're seeing a little bit of improvement, a little bit of leadway, and a couple of things coming back, which is good. You know, which is good for the writers being satisfied, and then the audience too for yeah. you know getting the content. So. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yeah. Sorry for that hiccup, guys. <laughs> it's been <laughs> this podcast has been a mess today. You know, we had a really good uh real rap wrestling uh recording uh a couple minutes ago before this. Um and you know, it went over time. Uh, you know, Javi has to get going in a few minutes and everything. So it's been a, it's been, you know, it's uh definitely something that was a little bit of a mess tonight, but you know, it's working out well. Uh next week next week I will not be uh feeling like it's allergy season, so well, I'm feeling yeah, like is. yeah, same. I mean, man, nasal congestion, all yeah, that stuff, like, sneezing. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, like you know, at least it's not COVID, but man, oh, it's God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyone out there with allergies and everything, um, bless you guys. <laughs> you can relate. <laughs> you, know, you can relate. You guys can relate. Can relate. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, like I said, been a you know quite the episode. Um, but with that, um, that's the end of our news. Uh, up next, we got what's 
coming out this week, our usual segment that we usually have at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, since me and Brent are going to wa- do our creator review, we're mm-hmm. going to do it now. So not much this week. But yeah, not too much going on. In theaters, we got from Taylor Swift Productions, Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, which has sold out a lot of places in my local AMC. It's going to be definitely yeah. like, it's going to break the box office, I feel like, this weekend. It's going to be the next end game. Probably not that high, <laughs> not but, that high but, but yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely going to be pretty big. I mean, Taylor Swift has basically dominated the past year. Yeah. I mean, after her album came out last November, mm, but especially recently. Yeah. Especially tour. recently with the tour and then mm. all the news that's been going around her. I'm not going to say yeah. it because we all know it. Yeah. We all hear it all the time, know. but yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I, I definitely know it's going to do well in the box office. And, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I heard her tour was really good anyways too. So, you know, I wonder how that will look in a movie form, you yeah, know, like be interesting. Yeah. Um, kind of like a documentary concert. Yeah. Movie, like, yeah. That's the last time there was a concert. Mo- I remember when I was like eight and nine, there was a lot of uh, concert movies coming out at that time. I remember there was like the Hannah Montana and Jonas brothers one <laughs> in 3d oh, and wow. all this stuff. Like it was nuts. How many uh, concert films there was going on? It used to be a really popular was, trend. Yeah, it was and a now, big trend. Yeah. I remember that in the, yeah. in the late two thousands, early 2010s because yeah, I remember too Justin Bieber when he was. That's really, another one. Yeah, he had he had those. And I then, think that was a straight up documentary, actually. Oh, it was a straight up documentary. Yeah, but still. And then was, didn't they have one with Katy Perry too? Like I believe so. Twenty twelve. They had yes. one with Katy Perry in twenty twelve. I forgot the name of it, but well, that's a crazy trend that's yeah. kind of going back. Because okay. besides that, there's the one with uh, Beyonce coming out in December. Okay. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> looks like another gonna... another woman who's been dominating the year too. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. With Not as much tour. as ta- Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, though, no Taylor think, Swift is yeah. Still, you know, props to them. They um, lots of hype for this film. Um, I, you know, I know the Swifties will be very excited. Um, Definitely, concession workers. I'm very, very, very sorry, and I, you know, you're gonna be busy. Uh, yeah, with the I popcorn, have the popcorn, the soda, yeah. <laughs> everything. Um, when I was at AMC today watching the creator, uh, one of the workers was mentioning that, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, oh my god, like they're, you know, Friday it's gonna be nuts. Saturday and Sunday, like this weekend's gonna weekend, be nuts. Yeah. And it's they gonna are be for, too this weekend. Yeah, so even more people are gonna be at the theater. They're gonna be like they already are preparing for it. They are not looking forward to you know <laughs> do it. But hey, um, I mean, especially after uh, Barbenheimer, that whole hype oh, yeah, and everything, was big, there was yeah. uh. I remember they were going crazy with concessions and I would be going at 2 p.m. on Tuesday and it was still nuts how many people there. Like, it was a packed house. Yeah. Um, You know, on a day people usually work at everything. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Now, this is like uh, October weekend and kind of chilly. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah. This is like probably the only thing that's going to reach that amount of levels of, uh, you know, as that Barbie and Oppenheimer, I don't see any other movie getting like this level of hype. Not at the moment, no. Uh, Not at the moment. Maybe next year with Joker. Maybe yeah, but, Joker. Yeah. And yeah, not just Joker. <laughs> I don't. I have to check what's yeah. next year. I forgot. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, so that's coming out in theaters. On streaming, we've got Goosebumps Episode 1 to 5 coming out on Disney Plus and Hulu. Um, I'm very, very, very excited because I will say I 
I have been a Goosebumps fan for years, ever since I've been a little kid. Nice. You know, reading the books. Yeah, the I books loved the TV really show. Fun. Even at a time when I was afraid of horror, I would still always go back to Goosebumps because there was some scary stuff on Dude, that show. It was, it was especially the one with the ventriloquist. Stuff yeah, that's like slappy, bro. slappy. Yeah, yeah, bro, that's like for a kid, like yeah. And it's, I mean, it's not like Chucky or nothing, but it's still a little like yeah. intense, you know. Uh, but yeah, it should be interesting. I'm definitely open to giving it a watch too. I mean, I grew up uh, reading some of the ghost, uh, the Goosebumps books, and yeah. I remember the show too. I would occasionally see reruns on it, on, like on Cartoon Network. That's when I saw when it. I was, yeah, like, in middle school. So yeah, definitely should be fun. Definitely yeah, open to checking that out. So yeah, yeah. And there's been um, they had like the two movies recently too. The one with Jack oh, with Black. Jack Black. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I like the those. first yeah. one. The second one wasn't that good, but the first one was pretty fun. It was pretty so. fun. Yeah. Um, exactly. you know, and it's written by the same person who made the first one, so. I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, it should be good. Yeah. It has Justin Long in it, and then I forgot the rest of the cast. I don't know if I, I don't know if they're like necessarily notable. I don't know. I don't know if I know them, but um, you know, Justin Long, he's been kind of getting back in here, huh? Like yeah, last he was year, had, barbarian, yeah, barbarian. and um, he was in something else too. I forgot. Um, Zach Morris. What the hell? <laughs> There's a guy named Zach Morris on here. Zach Morris. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey. I saw that Zach Morris series on uh, Funny or Dead. Um, what was it called again? Zach Morris is trash. Yeah, he, yeah. I don't know how I feel about him in the show. Yeah, Zach no. Morris. <laughs> Zach, what are you doing here? Nah, I, I don't, I, I don't like that. Um, He'll yeah. do anything to be the sole survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but there, you know, between this and Barbados, that's cool that he's uh, and yeah, I don't really know anyone else on this show. Um, but we got good old Slappy. Oh, wait. Rachel is this Harris? Rachel Harris from uh, Famous for Being Susan Heffley in uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, I yes. I forgot. Yes. I, so I know her, too. Nice. Wow. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. And then um, I love how in the cast it says, additionally, Slappy the Dummy. Is also <laughs> it just has, him as <laughs> just has his own casting. That's oh. crazy. I love that. Um, and then weekly we have, uh, you know, some Chucky content. I need to watch that show. Chucky, Chucky looks fun. Yeah. Wasn't Liv Morgan on an episode? Yeah. Oh, and I then know she got, she did, like, she got murdered. She did like, I know they had like, cause yeah. I remember I saw a commercial for it on USA Yeah, and she was talking about being on the show. Yeah. And then the nice. next thing that's coming out this week is, uh, on tomorrow, which would be, you know, today for those who are listening, Mm-hmm. Um, since this will be coming out Thursday night, uh, the fall of the House of Usher, directed by Mac Flanagan of uh, Doctor Sleep fame, um, and uh, Gerald's Game, I believe, um, a bunch of other movies that directed by Stephen King, very good director. Um, I know he's also made a bunch of haunt. Uh, I forgot what it's called. There was like, um, there's a haunting. Um, like it's pretty much a series of that. You know, um, on that in um, on Netflix that was pretty good too. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I I might go check this out. I like his work. Um, I remember Oculus; that was a cool movie. Um, and yeah, uh, it should be a little nice, you know, Halloween uh, horror in the vibe, show. in the zone. Yep. Nice, yeah. And last but not least, from Disney Plus, we got Loki episode two. Episode um, two. Again, haven't watched the show yet, or this season. I mean, just waiting for episode three to come out. I think, and then I'll start watching. Um, should be good. I like the reviews that's getting so far, like I mentioned earlier, and um, it looks like it's a lot of fun. I like the trailers. Um, 
to see that reception episode one got looking forward to it you know yeah. you just gotta stick that landing because uh they always mess that part up um yeah so it definitely yeah it definitely is gonna get me to watch it so definitely likes what i'm hearing what i'm seeing about it so yeah yeah so all right guys with that said this isn't the end of the episode but this is the end of javi's time on here yes for today. yes thank you guys uh for uh, listening to us, uh, chat in, and now you guys are going to do the review on the creator. Unfortunately, yeah. like I said, I haven't yet to see it, so hopefully on next time's show, I could uh, give a little bit of a, like a mini review on it, uh, my thoughts on it, so yeah. I'll let you guys get to it. Sweet, so yeah, um, it's going to be me and Brad next. We might sit on the couch, who knows, uh, might be a different angle, but we'll see. Um, so with that said, while me and Brand get, um, have time to set up and everything, here is a word from our sponsor for today here on the Real Rap Podcast. Do you guys like D&D? Well, check out my friends at WFCS Radio who have their own podcast called Every Which Way, which is a TTRPG podcast where they play Monster of the Week. Jared, Sam, and Noah are three people living in Wisconsin who find out monsters are real. Listen in as they hunt down the monsters before they become the hunted. This podcast is available on every platform you can listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. So be sure to check it out. It comes out every week. And we would like to thank them for being our sponsor for today's podcast. All right, guys. Welcome to the creator spoiler section of our podcast today. As you see, Javi looks a little bit different. That's actually my friend, Bran, who's our uh, guest today here on the Real Rap Podcast. Javi had to go home, as mentioned in the first half. Um, and uh, thank you to our sponsors, uh, Every Which Way, for sponsoring this video. And here we are, Bran. We're here to talk about the creator. Um, what did you think of the movie? It was good. Yeah, I um, I liked it too. I saw it on IMAX. I don't know what you saw it in, but um, I liked it for the most part. I think I saw it in Dolby. Yeah. Mm. So it was a really good picture, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. <coughs> yeah, here I am coughing again, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I um, I enjoyed it for the most part. I saw it today, um, two p.m. showing because they don't have Dolby anymore because that's uh, belonging to the Exorcist Believer now, all those slots, and then it's going to be Taylor Swift soon <laughs> on Friday. But um, I saw it in IMAX since that's the best one at the moment, and I'm like, yeah, and um, I liked it overall, um. I think it started pretty slow, to be honest. Like, I wasn't getting into it at first a little for some reason. Um, you had to get the backstory. Yeah, no, I had to get the backstory. But, like, you know, as the movie went on, I thought it got better and better. Um, there's some things that I didn't necessarily like, but there's some things I liked, you know. So I guess we could go, you know, on about that and um, as we continue talking here. But uh, I shall ask, uh, what are the things that you liked or are the things you didn't like? I like the hidden subliminal messaging. Uh, it was pretty awesome. Uh, it, it looks from a, a foreign standpoint. At first, you uh, acknowledge that hey, AI is really evil, and there's it, it's a threat to national security and essentially the what is um, uh, America. Yeah, and it kind of relates a lot to many other wars that we have been fought in the past and even still to this day, and. Uh, Kind of, it's kind of neat to look from a, a, a um, from both perspectives. From the, originally from the uh, the American soldier with uh, John Washington as the main actor, and then for uh, later, then you get to acknowledge that he gets to see the different side, he gets to see the other side of why they're fighting for it, and you kind of build 
a strong sense of uh, sympathy when you come to acknowledge that you don't look at it as just as a machine, but as a, another being because it's also intelligence in and of itself. It's the next level of human evolution. Yeah, I like that part too. I um, I like the concept of you know just the AI actually having feelings and everything. You know, while the you know human side of things are disregarding and saying, "Oh, that's just in their programming and everything." You know, just uh, it's not real. But you know, I think one of my favorite things in this movie, like you said, seeing it from the soldier's point of view, especially uh, John David Washington, where he was um, you know, he wasn't very fond of um. Oh, this is very, very close to my mouth. My bad. Um, yeah, no, um, where he wasn't really too fond of the AI and everything. Um, at first he was, he didn't really like them. Um, he even had a whole relationship based on kind of a lie where he was just, you know, he didn't care about AI. He was only there, um, marrying, about to marry that woman, um, Did. her name. Yeah, did marry that woman. What's her name again? I'm sorry, I forgot. Maya. Maya, yeah. Um, where who? Uh, you know, as we found out later in the movie, she's the one who created all these. Um, you know, all these uh, robots and AI humans. Um, she's the creator of all this. She's the title. Um, and you know, it was just all based on a lie because uh, he was only really dating her at first. Because he needed to get information to see if there if her father was a creator. But as time went on, he actually really, really loved her. And it seemed in the beginning seemed like we get a sense that he just wants to continue doing that. He doesn't really want to be a soldier still. But then, you know, then she dies because uh they bombed the AI, you know, the AI's land. And uh yeah. You know, just Emotional story overall. They had three people cry in my theater, so you know I did a good job there. Um, some of the weak parts for me though was Nomad. To be honest, they were just there somehow. Like they, you know, they were so slow to get to certain places. And they somehow make it on time, and it, like there's like certain things where I don't know. Um, there was like some characters where I just feel like they weren't as developed as they could be. Which was an issue in the director uh, Gareth Edwards' um, other film, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Not sure if you saw that. Um, and Godzilla 2014. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that either, but um, I just feel like there's like some underdeveloped characters. Uh, everything looked nice, though. Um, I thought the story was fine. The performances were good. Um, you know, the person playing, uh, what's her face? Uh, Elfie. Um, who is the child, if you saw the trailer um, or the movie, uh, the child who, you know, David Don, uh, John David Washington's um, character is so uh, supposed to protect. And, uh, you know, I liked her performance. I liked the, I liked that we got to see their relationship, you know, start and everything. Um, I liked the, like, like you said, I liked the messages in the movie as well. Um, what they were trying to say and everything. And overall, I think it's something I would definitely recommend to others. Um, any problem, any other problems you had with the film? I didn't have a lot of problems with it. I mean, I would agree with you on certain respects coming to character de development. Didn't get the whole, if it was 
There was the backstory. It was all about the main character and the AI child. Yeah. As well as uh, Maya being his, the not only Nermada. Nermada yeah. Friend, yeah. Yeah. She's being the one who created the mm-hmm. the most ultimate AI and was based off of their child. Yeah. And so um, I, I like that a lot. But it heavily hovered over their story, which makes sense. Uh, but simultaneously, you didn't get much um, comprehension of the the relations between the other uh, mm. uh, uh, characters and why, why he knew some of the people that were in this new um, this area called New Asia. Um, Nomad was a I understand it's when it came to America being feeling threatened, they wanted to develop the most up to date uh, piece of war technology to combat AI. And that's what it was essentially for. But you're right. There was um, some points. Uh, it was like a satellite plane, which was a, a really neat concept. But yeah, it it, it, it took a lot more or uh, took a lot of camera um, viewage than it need to. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I can't say that I really hated it a lot. I mean, of all the movies I've seen mm-hmm. throughout the year, to me, it was up there with Ga- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Galaxy uh, 3. Um, uh, there were, uh, I mean, there were probably other... What was this other one I mentioned? Oh, uh, uh, wasn't it uh, Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer, yes. Though Among those two, I would say it, it definitely hits number three on my book. Mm. Um, I, say it, it, I like the messaging. Um I like the the character development through the main characters mainly, mm-hmm. but um, especially being an anthropologist and studying uh, various cult, uh, cultures and our land and understanding coming from the, the subordinates uh, 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 view, um, considering America is a very powerful nation, mm-hmm. it, it played a kind of some heartstrings to me because I could see you know America has done many of what was done in the movie. To other countries, be it um, South and Central America and other countries in the world as well. Yeah. So it it was relatable, and I ultimately liked it a lot. Mm. And uh, sorry that I brought my phone out here, but I uh, actually did have some notes about it of things I liked and didn't like. <laughs> uh, I usually do that sometimes just, you know, for this podcast. I mean, ever since I started this podcast. So um, there was, so, you know, I think I mentioned some of the things I like, you know, the performances for the most part were good. The visuals were really good. I liked the, you know, how everything looked. Um, And like I said, I feel like the character development was fun with certain characters, but it was, I feel like there was just some things that were weird. This movie's been worked on for seven years. Um, Actually, yeah, it's been that long. Um, That's all I got out of it? All right, now I... <laughs> oh, really? I liked it a lot, but if it, they worked seven years in that film and produced that, I'm like, oh, well, could have been more to it. Yeah, and I will say one of the problems I did have was the reveal that you know um, Maya was uh, near near Mata. Yeah, 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 near Mata. I had to sorry, I had to say that right, but um, it was I found that really weird because you know it just so happens that he's says it in you know like as he gets shot randomly and everything and i don't know if i I would have preferred personally if he just straight up like if they did the scene where he just straight up told him when he was alive yeah in the beginning kind of yeah when they first met that made a lot of sense true i don't know why they waited to that point that over dramatized it if he knows maya's gone and everything like then why you know well i don't know if he knows if maya's gone 
Actually, I think he did straight up say that right in the film. Um, cause they were trying to track her down to the ring. He believed she was. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, if I probably would have told him, right yeah, off the like, why are you keeping that a secret? Now? Especially now you could have saved the trouble. You could have still been alive, you know, <laughs> like, um, another thing I found weird that I kind of just found a little bit more inconsistent was the fact that, uh, you know, like how the message in the movie was like, oh, if AI, you know, that AI doesn't want to hurt mankind, they would never kill them or anything. They would just, you know, and if they win the war, they're not going to do anything because they just want to be side by side with the humans. Um, I found that to be a little bit inconsistent in the movie. Like there were definitely times, you know, like where he, you know, they would attack humans like. Well, yeah, they were at war with the Americans. Well, yeah, I know. But it's just like, is there, you know, knowing that, is there really any sense of danger in the movie for the human? Like the apartment scene, you know, um, if they're trying to get the child and, you know, the um, and John David Washington's character. I forgot his name, to be honest with you. I don't know if you remember, but um, I'll just call him John David Washington's character. That's fair. <laughs> uh, but. I just found that a little bit weird. You know, it's just, like I said, I'll pull out the notes because Joshua, Joshua, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, You know, um, and then there's just this, that kid is also OP too. And it might be fine in certain aspects, but I don't know. There's like, so I don't like if this kid could do anything, (laughs) like it's just, you know, and mind you, she's overpowered at that age. And they said she's going to keep growing and getting more powerful. So, like, I don't know. It's weird. And that actually was another inconsistency I kind of found weird because there were times where I'm like, damn, if this kid's so OP, why isn't she helping him in certain, like, you know, this kid can turn off lights and everything, but she couldn't figure out how to open the door at the you know, at the end when, uh, they're about to die. Like she can't control. The, she can control. You can see her control oh, all stuff. Yeah, the missiles and everything. That. Like that's what, those are the type of stuff I found a little bit weird in the movie because, you know, you made a character that's overpowered as hell. Like she, she could turn off the, you know, she controls everything, all these machines and everything. Potentially. And every, yeah. And everything like that were, you know, we're going against them right now. Like they were machines. Like she couldn't shut that all. She couldn't open the door. Like what is, you know, and mind you, I know like you'll say, well, maybe she doesn't really know that yet, but how come she knows how to do stuff that's much harder than opening a door? <laughs> that's yes. And no, I can, res- <laughs> I can respect that. Yes. That I, that kind of stuff like that does trip me up. Yeah. But one, she is, she is learning, even though she was, yes, capable of doing way more complicated uh, yeah. ordeals prior to that. Simultaneously, uh, I know through certain, I'm not a huge, uh, I don't know computer science all that well. <laughs> I can't say it, just uh, know from uh, the machinery of what I've learned in the past is that certain things are cannot be overridden. Like when it comes to uh, uh, safety measures for airplanes or cars or whatever, it goes into auto automated mode that you, you can't do anything about. It becomes less electronic and more automated. Um, uh, like you, you would have to manually override in order to get but past that. 
And you know, that's fair, but like, it's just, what is the door really that hard compared to the, but, but to, to the missiles though, to the missiles. And I think, I think that's the true. implication is like, she could easily override that because she's the AI. She's literally the, you know, still the AI learning. About it. Like, still, still learning, learning of course, but it's just like, she couldn't easily learn how to open the door, but she can like control these missiles. It's just, I don't know, that part was a little bit confusing she, to me. And no, I'm not going to say she's, like, useless in this movie because she's not. Like, there was that scene where she stopped that one um, exploding robot from, you know, going near them. So it's not like she was written to be, like, useless or anything or absolutely worthless. It's not like they didn't show the capabilities of her powers that, you know, they said she had. She showed them a bunch of times in this movie. But there was, like, a lot of times where it's just like, you know, why don't you override the guns why don't if you could override the missiles why can't you you know do anything with the door here i don't know i just found that super odd super okay. odd and i'm not sure i think that's one part of the movie i didn't really like um i could respect that but you have that same time then he wouldn't have been able to see maya which is the the tearing moment at the end. I get that. I think maybe it was just a little bit of lousy writing at that point. I think it was. <laughs> it's just, I think for like something that's been developed for seven years, like, you know, you should, it needed a couple rewrites here. I, I know this is like maybe a little bit nitpicky of the movie and everything, but yeah, you know, this. yeah, that's the whole point of, you know, the reviews here. Mm. And, um, you know, like, uh, I, but overall, I still think it's a fine movie. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just thought like those two aspects were just very, very, very weird, you know, like, um, it's intriguing what that caught you up on. I mean, she couldn't control the missiles, so that I get, but she was able to yeah. shut down nearly the entire nomad, mm -hmm. uh, 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 place down. Yeah. And you're right. She was able to lock the doors when, uh, the soldiers are coming after her when mm -hmm. they first arrived at the station. Yeah. But you weren't, weren't able to unride the door when it was. You know, your father was essentially about to uh, mm -hmm. die. So yeah, I, I get it. There, there are specific moments that can, that can yeah. trip you up. And um, yeah, no, uh, I just yeah, I think it was just the first yeah, the friend character just you know talking about his wife being Nirmada. Like, like I said, that was just a weird thing. Like, I feel like I like that. I didn't want to know what the. I mean, I mean, you thought it was her father the whole time that was Nirmada. No, no, I don't. I. I I like that part. It's just the way they went about telling it was weird. I right. They wasted so much time for nothing, and it led to, you know, <laughs> uh, his robot, like, that guy's robot wife getting killed and then him getting killed. You should have said it earlier. And I feel like it would have gave it so much more meaning to uh, the relationship between him and Alfie because then he would know that this is her child. Like essentially, not necessarily. You learned that at the at the the temple. He yes, just knew that she was she built this child, but didn't know that this that the kid was based off of. That no, child. No, 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 I know that, but I mean, it's already because you you know that he loves Maya a lot, but he didn't know that he was creating these ro you know the AI humans and robots. Like he never knew that at first, but if he found that out immediately, I feel like he would have already cared even more about um alfie you know and then that's he would fair. learn later that's on fair. that she was the basis of you know the child that him and maya were supposed to have but i don't know i just didn't like the way that they went about with it it was just like i said for seven years i feel like it's you know kind of weird some of the ways they uh kept certain things in the movie 
But overall, like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's yeah, I think it's a pretty, pretty good movie. I did not know that. The timeline does trump me a bit. Yeah. Um, because there's certain things like you notice like afterwards, just like that feel that could have been stronger. That could have been maybe not in the movie. Mm. Um but it seemed like he stuck with its guns and, you know, uh just did everything he wanted to do initially in the first script. I feel like it could if there was more scripts to this and everything, more rewrites, it could have been even stronger. I feel like it had the potential to be one of the best movies of the year. Not that's a bad movie, like I said. It's a pretty good movie, but you know. Um, I feel like there was a little bit more hype to it because also there's the marketing that's new sci-fi and everything. Mm. And that's another thing. I don't know if it really, there's the hype of, oh, this is new sci-fi, all this stuff. But I don't think it necessarily provided anything new. It was still no pretty much, you know, uh, kind of generic script of. AI, not, yes. The yeah. robots, yes. Um, bringing a whole lot more feeling into it and giving them a sense of. Mm -hmm. That this is not just a machine, but rather a, n a new being. Yeah. That, I like that. I did not, I don't see that a whole lot. When I, when they talk about AI or robots, they're legit, are just straight up robots. Like yeah. a robot with Will Smith as an, just as an example. Mm. Uh, mm, you're right. But I get, you know, yeah, you're right. When it comes to new sci-fi bit, there wasn't a whole lot new to it. A lot of mm -hmm. those things, you, a lot of the components you saw in this movie were definitely Hold from ideologically wise, you know, from other films. Uh, the only thing I saw really new was Nomad. Yeah. Instead of being, you know, it's not a not a real spaceship. It's not a satellite, but mm -hmm. it's like a mixture between like a floating satellite slash a ship. I, I don't know. It was like the newest pieces technology to combat the AI. I thought it was neat. Um, I think they gave it too. Yeah, I think they gave it too much credit. The actual machine, but yeah. nonetheless. That was the only new piece of technology in that film I acknowledged. Mm -hmm. Oh, another thing, too, that was like, why do they have that? Um, I don't know if you remember. I just saw in my notes because I'm like, huh, I forgot to bring up that, you know, something that was a weird point. Why do they have, like, why do the AI humans have standby switches on them? I feel like if you're creating, you know, creating Just on that, or off? Yeah, like, why? <laughs> I just feel like that's just so weird, you know, just... Why are you needing to give them standby switches if you want them to be like, you know, like kind of what you want humanity to be like? I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's like power safe mode. I just like, found that so weird. Because off is off. Yeah. But then you got power safe mode. So I guess it's kind of in that respect. So, I mean, like the AI that yeah. was protecting um, Alfie. Um, you know, closer to the end of the film, like he was sleeping and I'm thinking, yeah. Robots need to sleep, mm. uh, but yeah, I guess you need to power up, save, save energy because yeah. they're all connected to a, a battery pack. Yeah, um, and yeah, you know, it's a, uh, it's it's. It brought, uh, brought also subliminal uh, emotion to it because you you saw when um, Alfie yeah. saw one of the first uh, AIs to be just essentially killed or destroyed. It was mm -hmm. uh, her father explained, you know, it's turned off. It's like a no longer exist, can't work anymore. Yeah. But then there's another point where uh, he had to disable or uh, essentially uh, mm -hmm. stop another AI. And, she, you know, he knew that she did not like the fact that, you know, you were, it was just like death. It was just like killing a robot by turning it off. And he's like, don't worry. Yeah. It's, it's just on standby. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I also just wanted to check out some other comments, other thoughts that people had to move. Some things I might have missed and everything. Mm. Um, it's weird. I some people, a lot of people were saying like John David Washington was the weakest part of this movie. Really? Yeah. Intriguing. I love the gentleman. He was the only other sh yeah. show I've ever seen him in was in the Ballers, and I really mm. liked him. I mean, I don't think he's a phenomenal actor, but I no. think he, I think he was a good fit. Yeah, I saw him in Black Klansman. I liked him there. Um. <sighs> Out of all the characters in this movie, maybe he's the weakest, but I didn't hate him. I will say there was like huh. some huh. scenes, like the beginning scene, where I'm just like, why are you yelling that you're blowing your cover? <laughs> and then acting like your wife can't hear you upstairs. That's true. That was really bad. That was a bad scene. That's not I was him. That was a script writer. Yeah. Um, I could, like, I could understand why, if they see why he's the, you know, weakest character of them all, but I didn't hate him in this movie. Um, the last negative I have is she never got her ice cream. <laughs> I felt true. bad. That made me sad. I, I she uh, did not have that drive. She got the cream. better part. She got to have all robots be free now. But her mom died, and her dad. I guess her true. dad died. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. So she she grows up an, an orphan now. You think the yeah. life's gonna be all that terrible now that she knows she For can her, do probably all these crazy powers? Yeah. yeah. It's like being a super rich kid. Like. It's like Bruce Wayne. Yes, it sucks that you're an orphan, but you're a billionaire. Stop crying so much. Yeah. Um, and, oh, yeah, another part for the first thing, too, um, when I said, like, why are they attacking humans if they said they can't kill the human? What, if that's the case, then why was the guy saying that line also trying to kill no. John David Washington? He didn't say he character? couldn't kill him. He just wanted peace between okay. them. Okay. Okay, I guess they that's They definitely fair. could kill them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It was the whole... It was kind of like the whole but, premise of the beginning of the show when. But then, like the other guy said that in L.A. The other guy said that that's not in their programming though, because remember near the end where she um there he was asking why they kept Maya on so long in that five year coma, and they're like because it's not in our programming. Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking. Because she's Nermada. I don't know. She's like the essence that's of fair. their being. I mean, she wasn't okay. the one who made them all, but she was the one to bring forth like the like the the newest part of their you know the evolution because they couldn't it was kind of like uh like chimpanzees they can't yeah. they can't bring about um new um capabilities like mm. what they have in their programming is what they can do yeah the child is able to learn and bring about new idea uh ideas to herself without being programmed to do it okay so i think I think I think they couldn't, you know, essentially. And he also said that he, he, it was not part of their religion to martyr people. Yeah. So they couldn't literally couldn't kill her because of their religion, but simultaneously, um, she was like their god. Mm, okay, that's fair. Now that I've been too negative about, about this movie, though, I see this is my. I guess it's different between you and because you had more time to think about this movie because you've seen it, you know. Last Friday or yeah, Thursday? Last, yeah, last Thursday. It's been some time. Yeah, and, you know, I just saw a couple hours. So I guess I'm still digesting everything in the movie and everything. Um, we also have different perspectives. Oh, of course, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. And, oh, I, yeah, there was, like, a couple things where I'm just like, man, after seven years, like, you know. That's it's, true. I didn't know yeah. seven years. You had this much time to work on the film. I agree yeah. they could have done more definitely yeah. could have done more because it's an interesting concept of ai and the fact that they were written to have emotions and feelings and 
you know, you have robots saying, please don't kill me and all this stuff. Just, you know, I thought I felt like they could have done more. Now, the positives of this film, though, uh, like I said, you know, like I like the relationship. Um, the action scenes were pretty, pretty. They were good. I thought they were legit. Yeah, they were legit. The explosions were <laughs> explodey. Nice <laughs> looking good. Yeah. Um, the CGI was good. Uh, the music was good. And I think the animals, the way they wrote the animals in this movie were pretty good. I like that they were just bros and just helping, you know, their fellow people out. Because uh, the dog, man, the dog, when they were trying to get away from the police was a, he, like, that was a real one right there. Because I <laughs> that scene gave me so much anxiety because he just grabbed that bomb and then just, you know, I'm like, oh, but what if it explodes and just, is he trying to commit, you know, is he trying to just like die with these robots just to save these other humans? And I'm just, you know, it, it worried me a little bit. I think it was just, the dog, he threw, he threw it outside the car. Wait, no, no, no. They threw it in. I think the dog just perceived it. Oh, like fetch. I'll bring it back. That's like, because they threw it into the yeah. shop and the dog, I mean, it, it depends how you see it. But like, if I were the dog, I wouldn't be like, you played fetch and like oh I'll yeah. bring it back now because like that was no that was but i found that so cool you know like just him saving those saving his unintentionally know. but yeah that, no it that was, was intentional pretty, no because so not no not like, did you gonna not, stop you i don't think you remember bomb. i don't no. think you remember the scene i do at the beginning when the, when they were getting in the car yeah getting in the car he didn't throw her or anything he the, the dog they showed the dog was seeing the bomb and then Oh, uh, the dog grabbed the bomb and then went outside of it and then yeah, just... Yeah, because the AIs threw the grenade into the shop. They threw it in there to blow up him and the... Well, they didn't know the kid was in there. I feel like the dog was aware, though. The dog does not know it's a bomb. I don't know. It's just like, a toy. The dogs I aren't that smart. I swear the dog was it's aware. Not, if it was an AI dog, then I would totally understand. It's just a dog. I swear. I swear. There's no way <laughs> let me, let me check this because I swear, you know... You were overlooking but, so much but there and then there was the monkeys that were also helping out the humans too in which scene um in the scene where there was the exploding uh you know how they were like um there was like kind of like a bulldozer uh you know trying to go through the town and everything okay. uh this was the same scene where uh alfie was stopping the you know exploding robots um, and then, uh, and like the, the macaque, like pulled up like the, the trigger because one of the AIs was blown up and yeah, no, um, basically what, what the monkey did was, uh, you know, someone put the, you know, the bomb on the ship to yes. try or not the ship, the car to blow it up. And then, you know, the monkey's out there, it has a switch and then it looks and it waits and then it presses it. No. Yeah. I mean, I know what you're talking about. No, it was an, the AI was what the threw C four the C four um, bomb device onto the sh machine to blow it up. No, something. He got no. It, what it was the AI. No, it was the AI who did. But the one who pressed the button. Yeah, the one who was waiting was and pressing the button was the animal. Yeah, he eventually came around to come see the device. It wasn't intentional. Yeah, I uh, disagree. Okay, someone aren't that clever. All right, unless you teach them to be. So. Okay, so um, I checked, and you know, just to double check, you might have been right about the dog, but the I'm monkey. One hundred percent. You were right wrong about the monkey because he straight up said that um, they were. That's what they were written to be. Okay. Yeah. Intriguing, but I know the that. No, the dog one. I, okay, I was. I probably was like. 
Uh, it's like I said. It's, <laughs> I've been trying to. I'm trying to remember that scene. Um, but they they heard the gunshots and they came to the shop and they're like, okay. Yeah. They realized that the American they were trying to catch, which was John Washington at the time, they threw the grenade in there after knowing that he wouldn't come out. But then yeah. the dog saw the grenade and was like, oh, and then picked it up and brought it. <laughs> I was really worried about that dog, regardless. <laughs> Me so. too. I was, was like, so oh. You're going to die just because you're playing fetch. That's so low. Uh, no, I just got the AIs. I thought that was gnarly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I also think that the one last thing I, it's not really a negative or a positive. It's more like something in the middle. I uh, wish this movie had a little bit more time, though, because I feel like, well, you, you know. You didn't think it was long enough? It was two hours and 15 minutes. It wasn't two hours, 15 minutes. Yeah. Let me check. I oh, swear. Yeah. Okay, you might be right. No, actually. I'm definitely right. And <laughs> one of the things I checked before uh, I went to see it. Let me see. Yeah, it still feel like there was Wait, like you another want me three hours. Well, it still feel like there was some like a good amount of it's kind of cut. You know, yeah, it was two hours thirteen minutes. I feel like there was some things cut from the movie. Um, it was, um, it was just some certain things that like you know, um, between like the AI and the humans, I. I just feel like there was, like, a couple things where they could have, like, you know, given more time for it and everything. Like, I do feel like the I beginning feel. um, with the relationship, you know how, like, they kind of immediately bond? It felt like a like very quick, you know, with I, the bonding. Okay. I won't lie. The you know backstory I mean? was important, but them going fast about it did... I, I, okay, for me, it did... It, it would bum me out. It's for me, I, Okay, when I look at this movie, now that you mention it... I do see like the, the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones. You rushed it. Yeah. You, they could have dragged it out. Maybe they could have mm. made a couple movies or, or 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 made a series. I don't know. Yeah, I I agree. They could have yeah. elongated elongated the storyline and made it more meaningful, giving them the chance to actually develop the other yeah. characters. Because I'm not saying like you know add like another hour or anything, but like maybe like a couple more minutes to just you know. Um, just fully flesh it out more and everything because it just felt, it just felt really quick. Did feel me. rushed. I can, yeah. Because, you know, it was more, and never like going back and forth, just like looking for Maya and everything. It just felt really, really rushed. Um, I was really confused by some of the edit, like the editing scene where, you know, uh, where they're going to f see Maya finally, mm -hmm. but then it like cuts to a thing where, um, he's, we're talking with Maya and she's like talking about, oh, I just need like, I wish this war was ending already. And um, I found that a little bit weird too. Cause I'm like for a second there, I thought he was actually talking to Maya, like in the present time uh, in the movie. Catch the flashback. That yeah. Time. It was a weird, it was a weird time flashback. I will <laughs> say that too. Um, but overall, I, I, I'm just very nitpicky of the movie, of course. But like I said, it's, it's an enjoyable watch, you know? Um, there's a lot to like about this movie. There's a lot of inconsistencies, but I think overall the movie still gets like three and a half stars for me. Three, three and a half stars. I have to think about it later in my letterbox, but out of oh, uh, out of five. Five, gotcha. Yeah, oh. I think it's like good. I don't know if I would rank it above other movies. I don't know if it makes my top ten personally, but I think of it's the year or all together of the year. Dang! Wow! All right, I've seen a lot of solid That's movies. Pretty brutal. Right. I mean, I've also seen 32 movies this year. <laughs> That's quite a few. <laughs> well, new movies. But I think I would rank it like a maybe top 15. Um, 
Yeah, I think I'd rank it because I'll tell you my top ten right now. It's uh, top in, five. Then I don't need to hear that many. Oh, I could I could just go through it fast. So number one's Oppenheimer. Two is Spider Man uh, Across the Spider Verse. Interesting. Okay. Uh, three Guardians. Mm-hmm. Four Barbie. Five Mission Impossible. Six Asteroid City. Seven John Wick Chapter Four. Eight Saw X. Uh, nine Evil Dead Rise and ten. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You put Evil Dead Rise in front of this movie. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I liked it more, to be honest. I still like it more. <laughs> I'm it surprised you said that about Evil. Entertainment I'm surprised you said Evil Dead Rise and not Saw X. I, I'm not gonna see Saw. I didn't see Saw X, and I ain't gonna. I'm sorry. I, I. When the franchise goes that long, you lose me. But, actually. I um, reviewed it last week, it, and I don't know if you saw the reviews for it, but it's actually the best one in the franchise. It has a fresh, fresh Rotten Tomato score for one, the first one to do it, and I'll admit, um, the movie's pretty good because they focused a lot, like I said, you know, to my to the viewers already, um, it was really strong on character development. It's a lot of things they should have done with Saw 2 um, originally. This is basically like Saw 1.5. Uh, Saw X because it takes place between Saw 1 and 2. Um, uh, uh. And they do so much with John Kramer's character and giving him a lot of character development and just uh, same with Amanda Young. Like, they did a really, really good job of it. So it's a movie I recommend and, you know, uh, it doesn't have, it's not like super focused on the gore like the others. It's just more like, you know, just a small little thing in the film. I'm going to wait. I'm like maybe you're, I am not. I'm not gonna say you were wrong because I haven't seen it. I will never mm-hmm. rate a movie that I have not seen personally myself. Mm-hmm. All I know is just from past experience, becoming you know whether it be Jurassic World Park, however have you, Expendables, Fast and Furious. <laughs> it just it can be a really good movie. Oh, I the get seventh it. one, the eighth, the freaking thirteenth yeah. one can be phenomenal. But I just mm-hmm. you lose. I I have a love for the. Old school, authentic, maybe one, two, three max. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe willing to do a fourth. But like I said, if I'm willing to watch it, I, I'm going to wait till it comes out in like Netflix or whatever have you. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend it. You should check it out um, whenever you want. Of course. That, yeah. I would just say create it for how, you're right, there is many, um, there are aspects you brought up about it that give me a, a double take on it for sure uh but i think i would still have to put in my top five considering i really like the aspect they they brought in a a foreign culture and uh the the landscape not just not just the artwork but the landscape of the lands there you had to go to different countries in order to film this and i like the, the the ideology it brought to looking at the little guy when it comes to a big, strong nation with a huge military power coming in and essentially destroying a whole lot of lives, you know, just for its own interest in its own regard. So for me, uh, I don't know where, where I would put it, but I personally would put it in the top five for mine. And you're right. Oppenheimer is number one, still, mm, still up fair. there. That's just too gnarly. And the second, a group second one would be galaxy for me. Mm. What other movies you've seen? So far, you don't have to name them all, but you know, like among uh, them. Oh, okay. So I know you saw the machine with me. <laughs> I did see the machine, 
never want to see that again. <laughs> you, you didn't like it that much either. <laughs> it's I, I know there's people out there who love terrible movies. There you like it's so bad that you enjoy watching it. Mm. I'm not one of those. If it's terrible, I don't want to watch it. I, yeah, I it just. I have such a short lifespan. I don't want to waste my time. That's watching a bad movie. Those yeah, that is the, one of those. I know that and Fast X and No Hard Feelings are. That's the among the list. I don't oh, know if so. there's any you saw by I because interesting. I saw the first three John Wicks and I was super super unimpressed with it. I like Keanu Reeves. He's like one of my favorite actors of all time, mm-hmm. especially through the whole Matrix series. But the fourth one blew me away. I, I won't that. lie. The fourth one grabbed me more than the first three and. I am just amazed by it. And and if they come out with a fifth one, obviously it won't be John Wick because he's yeah. now finally gone. But I'd be so down to see what happens next. Because there's canon everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Uh let's see. Uh, uh I did I did We did, saw that one together too. I just honestly forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh the double I did a double feature when I saw the creator. I also saw She Came to Me with uh Peter Danglish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a huge roma- uh, romance or romantic comedy. I was just, I figured I'd kill time because I had nothing else better to do. That was actually better than I thought. What, what was the, uh, what was the other? Uh, was it The Last film? Voyage? The last, no, what was the other romance yeah. film we were talking about for, other than that one? It was also um, this year. Wasn't it No Hard Feelings? Ah, that one. Yeah. I like No Hard Feelings uh, definitely trumps that. But I thought it was... Yeah. Still good in uh, relativity, so um, it's de- it's one of those entertainment watches. You can definitely go and see it, and you won't be disappointed. But you may not want to go see it again afterwards. Yeah, and um, I know you watched uh, the last voyage of the diameter too. I would highly advise everyone to not see it. <laughs> it's one of those if you want to see it on Netflix and you're killing time. You have, it's a rainy day. You legit don't know what else to do with yourself. Fine, okay, but. Don't go to the theaters to see it. <laughs> it's gonna the, be on Peacock. The students. trailer was way better than mm. the movie. And if you if you hated the inconsistencies of the creator, Demeter drove me nuts because of the spoilers. I don't care um, because of the fact that they knew where Dracula was and they never decided to kill him in the daylight. <laughs> How do you not go back? This is where he sleeps. You still had like five days or. Th- Four days left of the voyage. And he started still killing people. It's funny you because... You could have done something about it. It's funny because, like, when we first talked about the movie, uh, you were, like, okay with that first, but then I mentioned that point, and it's bothered you so to this day <laughs> about the fact that they just never... They knew about all this stuff they never killed, and they caused more deaths, and they all I get died it. pretty much. It's, it was under, it's mildly understandable because this is the time where Dracula is not known to, like widely so the the folklore ideology his weaknesses his strengths they don't know anything about him i get it but you could still figure it out yeah exactly and like they should have figured it out by the fact they never went out at daytime oh, that was just it's like when, uh, when is he killing <laughs> only at night oh maybe there's a reason for that <laughs> nah nah man <laughs> uh i mean man i mean not that you know the horror genre it's got some bad stuff. Yeah. But man, between that and the exorcist believer, it's just the dumbest concepts. I mean, like the exorcist believer is just like, hey, guys, what if instead of one girl that's possessed, 
We have two girls that's possessed. Whoa, that's going to make so much money, man. Like, what is, like, oh, I don't know. I just think it's one of those, it, it's a great idea in someone's head, but when you actually present it, it was done horribly. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, I guess, so you recommend the movie, the creator? I honestly do. I honestly do recommend the movie. If you just want entertainment, um, it does that. It does provide you enough uh, fighting actions, explosions. Uh, yes, you're, it is a bit uh, slow in the beginning, but if you are really into Godzilla films, you can deal with a little slowness at the beginning <laughs> yeah. and wait for the action that really happens through the middle and the end. But, um, yeah, and, it, and if you really are someone who enjoys traveling – and you really like the concept of learning about new cultures, languages, or so forth, I think you really should see the movie because it does have really great subliminal messaging behind it. If, if you just want it for entertainment sakes, I think it's worth it. If you want the messages behind it, like a deep meaning, then I think it, it will be even more worth your time. I agree with you. I think I recommend this movie. Um, it was a good time in the theater for me. Um, if you could catch an IMAX screening for it, I definitely recommend it um, because, you know, that's the best that's the best place to see it. Um, like I said, lots of good actions. There might be some inconsistencies in the story. It's not the best, but it's an interesting concept. I can't fully, you know, I can't fully, like, just, you know, be negative about it. Like, I, I liked it. I liked it. I recommend it. Um, like I said, it's probably more top 15. Uh, but you can check my letterbox for that. If you guys are interested, link will be below um, when I do review that movie. Because right now, like I said, I'm just more. That's why I keep saying and everything a lot <laughs> throughout this podcast. Because I noticed I just said that so many times. But I am still like kind of processing the movie. So I will probably have a better review about it um, on letterbox uh, once I fully process that. And just, you know. Um, not be stuttering so much and trying to figure out what I wanted to say. Um, so yeah, be sure to check it there if you want my full thoughts. Um, Brand, thank you for being on the show today. 45 minute convo, you'll have to see it. No problem, yeah. No problem. Thank you for having me for sure. Yeah, and we'll, I'm, I guess we'll see you eventually. Um, you know, on future episodes, if you're done, ah, yeah, if we happen, to, yeah, if you're talking about a film that I've seen recently, I'd be down. How about Killers of the Flower Moon? You're not gonna watch that. Absolutely. I need to see that movie. I need to see that film next week. We'll make plans. <laughs> it's a long one though. It's three and a half hours. I'm actually down for it. Yeah, it I'm looks, down for it. It looks proper for it. Yeah, I'm very, very looking for it. So I guess we'll have Brand on in two weeks if you're done mm. for our Killers of the Flower Moon review. Um, next week, um, Javi will give a small mini review about the creator. Uh, we'll be talking about more stuff. We are saving that video game discussion for next week. We've been holding off for three weeks, but next week we will finally have it. So be sure to check that out. I promise you guys it'll be next week. Nothing else. Promise. Maybe an Exorcist Believer review. I don't know if I want to watch it though. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. We'll see how I feel. Because <laughs> as much as I hate a bad movie. At least the rant's fun. It's, it's I don't it's agree, fun. but 
No, I like ranting about like the Expendables <laughs> one. Listening to it back, it was kind of it was pretty funny because I just it's funny because it was so bad. Yeah, you can't get that because I got to life. see because Hilly and Javi didn't see the movie and. I told them all, I told them every single thing that happened because they weren't going to watch it. Um, and they, they seen the looks on their faces and like reacting to certain things. Like, dude, stuff like that is gold. Absolute gold. Like, it is funny. It, it, you have to think about it that way, you know? Like, my telling of the story is way better than the actual movie itself. Like, if you told someone about the fact that <laughs> these guys didn't, like, couldn't kill Dracula and then figure out that he doesn't come out there, do you know, like, if some, for someone that didn't see the movie, like, do you know how funny that is? Like, just you telling them why you hate that movie, detail by detail? It's just like reliving a bad trauma to me if I were to tell <laughs> you. It's like, maybe uh, PTSD for me. <laughs> it's like, uh, reliving the memory why they couldn't get Dracula, even though they had every possible <laughs> chance to do it. To do it. <laughs> Cringe. Uh, just so dumb. And between that, Expendables 4 and um, The Exorcist Believer, it, it's a trifecta of garbage. And oh, um, I haven't seen it yet. You have to wait and see it. Then you I already talk. know it's garbage, man. <laughs> Everything I heard about the movie, all the spoilers I read, uh, it's garbage. <laughs> and I haven't seen too much bad films this year. I only saw that in Fool's Paradise and uh, Last Voyage. But no, the only thing that's inferior to me was Expendables 4. I'm a big fan of The Exorcist original one. Mm -hmm. And if this movie is as bad as they say, I might do an expendable style rant because I, that's probably a top five horror. That is a top five horror movie for me. Not probably it is. Um, it's not my favorite all the time, but you know, I love and respect that a lot. And you know, hearing everything about it, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But anyways, guys, thank you for watching this video. It's a bit of a long run, but you know, I'm not sure if I'm going to split this episode into two parts or anything, but we'll see might be episode four and five this week. So, um, but if not, you guys will know because I will have posted the video or podcast and, uh, yeah, you would have seen it by now. So thank you guys again for watching. Um, Javi will be here in full next week. Um, Brandon two weeks, I believe. And yeah, um, don't forget to like and subscribe and we will see you guys tomorrow for real rap wrestling episode two of me javi and geo and then we'll see you guys next week after that for the real rap podcast episode five i also have uh one piece of news left to say uh we are starting up a medium page um we will be having writers write about stuff music um tv shows movies video games wrestling you name it so um we're gonna be uh expanding a little bit uh i got a friend who was interested I'm interested. Um, there was someone else I was interested to. So, oh uh, yeah, Real Rap Productions is expanding. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. I will probably have the link in the description as well. Um, so yeah, with that said, again, thank you guys for watching. Appreciate the viewership. Uh, sorry today was a little bit of a mess, but next week's video will be better. <laughs> Even though this one was pretty solid, but you know, I will be better specifically. Because I'm saying the video was bad, but I was <laughs> I was the problem here, coughing and everything, having to get water, uh, messing up 
uh, some things and I'm going to torture myself by editing a lot. <laughs> but yeah, that's enough for me. I keep talking, so I'll shut up. Goodbye, guys. Have a great day, great night, and I'll see y'all next week or tomorrow.